and this one is pure gold. When was the last time you paused to think about all the awesome things in your life? Hello everyone, you're listening to Positive Thinking Mind Radio. I'm your host, Mike, from PositiveThinkingMind.com. This is a podcast and community where I share with you tips to improve your mental health, help you cope with your anxiety, and teach you to have a better outlook on life. We'll learn ways to turn our negative thoughts around and look at life in a positive light. I want to inspire you and help you have the best life possible. Thanks for joining me today. Let's get started. We've all been there, scrolling through social media, looking at the picture-perfect lives of others, and suddenly not feeling good enough. And today, we're going to tackle a challenge that is as old as humanity itself, and it's comparing ourselves to others. But don't worry, I've got you covered with 12 amazing things you can do instead. Okay, let's zoom in on the first tip, recognizing the comparison trap. This is like the foundation. You see, we sometimes compare ourselves to others without even realizing it. It's like we're on autopilot. But this ancient wiring can sometimes work against us in the modern world. So how do we break free from the trap? Awareness is the first step. When you find yourself scrolling through social media or hearing about someone's success and feeling envy, take a deep breath and pause. This is the moment to practice awareness. Ask yourself, why am I comparing myself to this person? What am I feeling right now? It's important not to judge yourself harshly for these thoughts. They are completely normal. The trick is to acknowledge them and then let go gently. Like saying, oh, there you are, comparison. Thanks for stopping by. You can leave now. If you find yourself repeatedly comparing yourself to the same person or thing, that could be a sign that there's something you want to work towards. But remember, work towards it for you, not because someone else has it. Now that you've got your detective hat on and spotting those sneaky comparisons, let's dive into tip number two, which is practice gratitude. And this one is pure gold. When was the last time you paused to think about all the awesome things in your life? Gratitude is like a muscle, and practicing it regularly can rewire your brain to focus on the positive. Studies have shown that practicing gratitude can reduce stress, improve sleep, and make us happier. One of the best ways to practice gratitude is by keeping a gratitude journal. It's simple. Every day, jot down three things you're grateful for. And here's the catch. Try to make them different each day. This pushes you to look for the gems in your life. It could be anything, the smell of fresh coffee, a friend's text message, or maybe your super comfy socks. The beauty of this is that over time, you'll start to naturally focus on the good stuff instead of what you feel is lacking. And guess what? Gratitude doesn't have to be a solo activity. Share the love. Tell someone you appreciate them. Not only boosts your mood, but theirs too. Send that message right now. <laughs> now this might sound too simple to be powerful, but try it for a few weeks and watch the magic happen. Okay, my friends, tip number three is a biggie. Limit social media. I know, I know, social media can be super fun and engaging, but it's also like a buffet of comparisons. Think about it. You're seeing only the highlights of people's lives, and often it's filtered and polished to perfection. Let's be real. It's easy to feel like everyone is living their best life except you. But remember, what you see is not the whole story. So let's put some boundaries in place. Step one, set yourself a daily social media allowance. Maybe it's 30 minutes, maybe an hour, whatever feels right for you. Use a timer if you have to. And step two is curate your feeds. 
unfollow or mute accounts that make you feel inadequate, and instead follow ones that inspire and uplift you. Be picky. This is the mental space we're talking about. Step three is replace the time you'd spend on social media with something that nourishes you. Read a book, go for a walk, learn something new, or chat with a friend. And here's a pro tip. Try a social media detox. Go a whole weekend without checking your accounts. You'll be amazed at how liberated you feel. Without the constant noise and comparison, you'll find yourself more present and content with your own life. I challenge you to give it a go and share your experiences in the comments below. We're on a roll. Now let's move on to tip number four, which is all about you. Celebrate your accomplishments. Yep, I'm talking about giving yourself a pat on the back. Often we're so focused on what others are achieving that we forget to acknowledge our own progress and success. And trust me, no accomplishment is too small to celebrate. One way to do this is to keep a success calendar. Grab some fun stickers and every day you achieve something, whether it's finishing a task, making someone smile, or even just getting out of bed on a rough day, give yourself a sticker. This visual reminder of your achievements can be super motivating and uplifting. Another way to celebrate is to share your achievements with someone you trust. You don't have to boast about it. Just a simple share can make it feel more real and encourage you to keep going. Something like, I finally nailed that recipe I've been working on. Also, don't shy away from treating yourself every now and then. Completed a project? Treat yourself to your favorite snack. Finished a book? Maybe a nice cozy evening with your favorite movie. The idea is to create positive associations with your achievements. But remember, while it's great to celebrate achievements, it's also important to know that your worth is not just tied to what you achieve. You are amazing just as you are. So let's keep the positive vibes going and move on to tip number five, which is set personal goals. This is where the rubber meets the roads, my friends. Goals give us direction and purpose. But here's the thing. It's super important that these goals are truly yours, not something you feel you should do because someone else is doing it. Take some time to sit down and really think about what you want. What are your passions? What excites you? Once you have a better idea, set SMART goals. And that's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. This helps to make sure that your goals are clear and within reach. It's also super helpful to break down your bigger goals into smaller, more manageable steps. This makes it less overwhelming and gives you clear path to follow. And here's the cherry on top. Celebrate your progress along the way. Remember tip number four? They go hand in hand. But also remember, while goals give us direction, it's also okay if they change over time. We evolve and so do our desires and ambitions. Be flexible and kind to yourself. The key takeaway here is to focus on your own path. Blaze your own trail. It's your journey. And that's what makes it so special. We're halfway through and going strong. Tip number six is a gentle and important one. Develop self-compassion. It's time to be your own best friend. When we compare ourselves to others, we often end up being our own worst critic. But imagine if a friend was feeling down about themselves. You wouldn't kick them while they're down, right? You'd offer them kindness and understanding. It's time to extend that same kindness to yourself. So how do we practice self-compassion? First, recognize your self-critical thoughts. Write them down if that helps. Next, imagine what you'd say to a friend who is experiencing these thoughts. Write down those kind and encouraging words. Now this is the magic part. Turn those kind words back onto yourself. Another powerful way to practice self-compassion is through affirmations. Choose a positive statement that resonates with you and repeat it to yourself. Something like, I am enough. I am worthy of love 
and success. And remember, it's okay not to be okay sometimes. Give yourself permission to feel your emotions without judgment. Self-compassion is like a warm blanket for the soul. Wrap yourself in it. Okay, my friends, let's keep the warmth going and move on to tip number seven. Connect with real friends. This one is all about surrounding yourself with positivity and genuine connections. We are social creatures, and the people we surround ourselves with can have a big impact on how we feel about ourselves. So let's focus on quality over quantity. It's not about having a gazillion friends. It's about having meaningful relationships with people who lift you up. Share your thoughts and feelings with friends who are good listeners and offer support. Their perspectives can often help you see things in a new light. And it's a two-way street. Be that person to your friends as well. Celebrate their successes, lend a shoulder when they need it, and encourage each other. This creates a positive cycle of support and camaraderie. Because at the end of the day, true friends are like gems, precious and rare. Treasure them. Feeling the love? Great. Let's keep moving to tip number eight. Find role models, not rivals. And this is a game changer. When we compare ourselves to others, we sometimes see them as competition. But what if we flip the script? Instead of seeing someone as a rival, we can choose to see them as a role model or a source of inspiration. Think about it. Someone has achieved something you aspire to? That means it's possible, right? They've blazed a trail and you can learn from their journey. So make a list of people who inspire you. They could be people you know, public figures, or even characters from books or movies. Now ask yourself, what qualities do they have that I admire? How can I cultivate these qualities in my own life? What did they overcome and what can I learn from that? This mindset shifts you from your competition to growth. Remember, this isn't about copying someone else's path. It's about learning and taking inspiration to carve your own unique journey. Be open to learn, but also stay true to yourself. And hey, while you're at it, why not reach out to someone you admire? Maybe ask them for advice or share how they inspired you. Who knows, it might be the start of an amazing connection. With our eyes set on growth, let's continue to tip number nine. And tip number nine is a personal favorite. Cultivate your passions. This one is all about the joy of doing what you love. When you engage in activities that genuinely lift you up, there's little room left for negative comparisons. Think about it. When was the last time you got lost in doing something you really enjoy? Time just flew and you felt fulfilled, right? Whether it's playing an instrument, painting, cooking, gardening, or any other hobby, these activities are pure nourishment for the soul. If you already have a passion, make time for it. Schedule it in your calendar if you have to. Give it the importance it deserves. If you're not sure what your passions are, that's okay too. Be curious and explore. Try different activities and see what resonates with you. You never know where your next passion might come from. And here's a little nugget of wisdom. Don't pressure yourself to be perfect at your passion. It's not about being the best. It's about the joy and fulfillment it brings to your life. As you cultivate your passions, you'll find that your focus naturally shifts away from what others are doing and more towards your own growth and happiness. It's like you're in your own beautiful bubble of contentment. So my friends, get out there and let your passions flourish. Now let's hop on over to tip number 10, which is embrace your uniqueness. Yes, let's celebrate you. Think about it. There is literally no one else on this planet quite like you. You have a unique combination of talents, experiences, and quirks that make you, well, you. And that, my friends, is your superpower. Instead of focusing on how you stack up against others, 
Shift what focuses on embracing and celebrating what makes you unique. Try this. Make a list of things that you love about yourself. Include your talents, the things that make you laugh, the way you do certain things, anything that defines you. And don't be shy. Own it. Now think about how you can use your unique traits to contribute to the world around you. Maybe your sense of humor can lighten someone's day, or your creativity can solve a problem in a way no one else has thought of. Your uniqueness is a gift. Remember that comparing yourself to others is like comparing apples and oranges. Both are amazing in their own way, so wear your uniqueness like a badge of honor. You are irreplaceable, and the world is so much richer with you in it. We're almost there, friends. Tip number 11 is practice gratitude. This one's like a warm hug for the mind. So what is gratitude? It's simply taking time to recognize and appreciate the positive things in your life, big or small. When you focus on what you're thankful for, you're less likely to get caught up in comparisons. Here's a simple way to start. Each day, jot down three things you're grateful for. They don't have to be monumental. Maybe it's a kind word from a friend, your morning coffee, or even just the sound of birds chirping. You can also make it a habit to think of things you're grateful for during certain daily routines, like while you're brushing your teeth or during your commute. Make gratitude a natural part of your day. Another amazing way to practice gratitude is to express it to others. If someone does something that you appreciate, tell them. A simple thank you can go a long way and brighten someone else's day as well. Gratitude is like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. And as it grows, you might just find that the need to compare yourself to others begins to fade away. All right, let's bring it home with our final tip. Are you ready? The final stop on our journey, tip number 12, seek professional help if needed. This one is all about embracing the power of support. Sometimes, despite our best efforts, the habit of comparing ourselves to others can feel deeply ingrained and it can really take a toll on our mental health. If you find that it's affecting your happiness, self-esteem, or relationships, it's completely okay to seek professional help. There's a wide array of resources available from counselors and psychologists to support groups and helplines. And I'll leave some links in the description below. There's absolutely no shame in taking steps to care for your mental health. In fact, it's a sign of strength and self-awareness. Therapy or counseling can offer insights and tools to help you manage and overcome negative comparisons. It's like having a guide while navigating a tricky path. And remember, you're not alone. Many people face the same challenges, and there's a whole community out there ready to support you. Together, we are stronger. So that's it. 12 super cool things to do instead of comparing yourself to others. Remember, life is too short to spend it wishing you were someone else. You're awesome, so go out there and own it. I believe in you, and I want you to believe in yourself. I want to thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more about building your self-esteem and bettering your life, I encourage you to check out my courses at positivethinkingmind.com courses. Remember, you're amazing, you're awesome, and I want you to live life to the fullest. It doesn't matter what other people think of you. Who cares what they think? It's what you think of yourself. I believe in you, and I want you to believe in you. Stay positive, friends.